Hello and welcome to the Lost Red Thread. My name is Tim Wilkin and I will be your host during this podcast. So uh, right off the bat, who am I and why am I uh, even bothering to make a podcast and what are my goals and who uh, who am I? What have I experienced in life so far? And uh, yeah, so once again, my name is Tim Wilkin and I'm currently 20 years old, situated in Worms, which is a beautiful city between Mainz and Mannheim that is in Germany near Frankfurt so um yeah uh I'm 20 years old I currently study here in in Worms I uh, study international business administration with focus uh to digital business management and I will be starting my first semester um not my first semester pardon me my fourth semester I will be studying my fourth semester uh, in this course and I'm really, really looking forward to it. So at the moment we are still uh, focusing or the main focus of so many people is this whole situation of Corona and like honestly I won't be touching this topic too much right now because I believe that all of you guys are just as fed up with this whole situation as I am and uh, that's why I'll just be talking a little bit about that is why I will just be talking a little bit about myself in this first podcast. So I'm 20 years old and I grew up in East Africa. Um, uh, so I will actually go a bit further back. Uh, so where the hell was I even born? So I was born in Germany uh, 2001. Yes, I am not one of the 90s uh, 90s people anymore and I'm judged so heavily by that and by so many older friends who look at me as if I'm like basically basically a child, a man child. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I am born 2001 in Germany uh, in Bavaria actually. Uh, I do not have a German Bavarian accent of any sort so uh, that that is actually pretty pretty funny because I'm the only Bavarian in my my family. However, uh, they have more Bavarian knowledge and uh, all of that sort than I could possibly ever have at this point. Because uh, the first two years I basically lived in Germany and um, like more or less fixed in Germany. Whereas then the following years I started traveling around the world with my parents. So my parents are both uh, journalists or were journalists back then. And uh, due to their job we are basically able to work and travel uh, and take that whole work and travel thing to another uh, to another level uh, like to another level actually because we were able to travel for instance south america and uh, we i'm going to be diving into that like during this podcast at some point as well i'm just going to keep this first thing a little short so uh, yeah, we traveled around South America and uh, basically more or less did that for a year and uh, for a quarter year or so, I believe we were then in uh, good old Spain. And uh, actually like when we were in Spain, we still went back to Germany for a bit. And then it was either, okay, we are going to go on a two weeks holiday in Kenya or we would end up uh, and continue like to continue our work and travel uh, journey in North America. So um, 
Yeah, my parents back then were, or my mom definitely was fast, like absolutely fascinated with uh, the lovely hippopotamus. So, um, yeah, what are, what are they called again in, in English? Um, yeah, we are just going to stick with hippopotamus. So, um, yeah, hippos. There, that that is that is what I was looking for. Hippos, obviously. Anyways, my mom was absolutely in love with these beautiful mammals, and uh, then we actually decided to go for the two weeks holiday in Kenya. And we went on a safari, safari there. We also uh, visited the coastline, the beautiful beach called and uh, like the absolutely beautiful beautiful beach of kenya called diani beach and uh yeah during the course of all of that my father basically more or less just said hey what would it cost for this uh butter which we are seeing on our table right now in the middle of basically nowhere uh how uh, does this thing like what journey must this butter get behind itself to get on my breakfast table and um then calculations started going like how much would it cost to to set up this whole show and um long story short my parents ended up building a hotel uh, a lodge or a camp in the Masai Mara and um they named it after me so that is very very nice my nickname weirdly enough is longer than my my actual name so my nickname is Timbo T-I-M-B-O the reason why I just spelled that is because Tembo T-E-M-B-O means elephant head in uh, the language uh, of Kenya like the local language being Kiswahili or the more or less official language, uh, the second language after English. We will be diving into all of that, try it like into the different tribes as well. And the course of this of this podcast, not necessarily this episode though. So definitely stick around for for that. And um, yeah, so basically, yeah, they named this hotel. Uh, I'm just going to be referring it to it as a hotel even though it's a camp um and yeah our hotel was then uh called our timber camp and uh it was really running well it was an absolutely lovely lovely place to be and um yeah then i uh, started schooling in german school nairobi so uh, nairobi being the capital of uh, the east african country kenya and uh, there i then basically i was there from from the beginning like <laughs> right beginning it was insane because i started there in the kindergarten and uh, then i was there i think for half a year and still in the kindergarten after which i then presumed to uh yeah, basically uh, school, which hit me hard because uh, I did not necessarily visit kindergarten uh, a long time, and like all of these basics you're given, uh, given in, like during the period of kindergarten, yeah, I just skipped them uh, because we were traveling all around the world all the time, and uh, yeah, kindergarten was not mandatory, so uh, my parents just said, you know what, fuck it. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have to mute that or not. I'm trying to keep this podcast uh, as clean of, of language, of swear words and so on um, as possible. Let's see how, how I will manage that. But uh, yeah, so uh, 
how did that go? Like we we I was I was schooling in in German school in Nairobi for a bit, like quite a bit of time. I think we came to Kenya like around 206 and then I uh, was in German school for 10 years and then 2015 and 2016 I was in Germany for half a year. Uh, sorry, for one year. And uh yeah, to basically get to know Germany uh, actually because I did not know Germany at all. I had no clue what hell is going on over there apart from that people are uh <laughs> living in the cold country so um and like experiencing winter and everything if you do not have any knowledge of kenya or whatsoever and you're interested in that i would love to hear from you uh, once again you can hit me up on instagram at uh, tim.wilken and uh yeah then you can just drop a few comments uh or drop a few messages and dms on what uh, different topics you would like me to touch and uh, then I'll definitely take that to heart and uh, try to implement this in here and uh, one thing I would like to 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 say as well and point out at this uh, this point in time uh, is that we are definitely or I am definitely going to try to also have some guest speakers and um, also people I'm interviewing on this podcast when I'm going to do this, uh, I do not yet know because I'm just getting started with this. So um, bear with me. And like we 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 we're going on this journey together. Yeah, and, like I'm talking to you guys out there, and um, I'm not even sure if I should like address you people as a single individual because in the end of the day, it's individuals listening to the podcasts and not necessarily groups of people. So I think that I might as well just go over to you as an individual, as a person. And uh, yeah, that's actually what I'm going to do. That sounds like a logical explanation and and all of that. So yeah, when am I going to be uploading my podcast? I think I'm going to be doing this on Wednesdays or Fridays, depending on how uh, active you guys listen during the week or uh, in the weekends. I'm going to be trying to keep my podcasts rather short, so no longer than an hour's time. So that you guys can just like stick along and and also like you don't need to dedicate yourself to this in, in, in any sort because my gain of doing this podcast is not even necessarily like to make any revenue of this this is just to share my story and to more or less have this podcast uh to look back at it one day and just see how i prosper in life and how i might see di things differently and um that's definitely also what we'll be uh going over it with time just that for instance i might say a today and then like in a week or so my opinion might have completely changed and uh due to conversations with people and now it might be b so i'll be addressing these things as well and um just going over like news religion i love talking about religion even though i am not religious um yet i respect everyone's religion and every uh, all of that but like i don't necessarily want to get into into that in the first podcast as i just want to be diving into like a bit about myself and like what we'll be touching during this podcast and um yeah what my, like my goal is with this podcast coming back to that it's not revenue it's more or less like a diary uh for myself uh and for other people out there who love hearing what the stories i have to tell and the opinions and my opinions and my view of things is very very like seems to be very interesting to people and uh that's why i thought to myself hey you know what i mean just go for it like just 
grab a mic, put on the headphones so that you can hear yourself, which is like a completely new thing to me, by the way. Like you are talking or I am talking into the microphone. I'm hearing myself speak in real time and I'm really trying so, so hard not to get like distracted by my own voice. So uh, that that's just a side note to uh, you being behind the microphone and actually speaking into this microphone and trying to, I don't know, uh, more or less uh, point out things the exact same way as you would point them out and address them and stress them as you would in a genuine conversation eye to eye with a person. So Right now, I'm just looking at these wave lines on my on my lap on like on my on, on my screen over here. So uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely needs some getting used to. However, um, yeah, I'm trying to to find some people who might be interested in in uh, having just a general conversation, not necessarily even an interview. Interview. If you guys are down for an interview, just hit me up. Yeah, like go for it. Again, my Instagram is tim.wilkin and uh, just go for that. I'm actually going to confirm that <laughs> just real quick. Now that I, uh, I don't know, give you guys the wrong Instagram and now my phone seems to have died. Oh no, there we go. So um, yeah, regardless. So um, yeah, <laughs> what am I doing here? And that is what I've said. And that is why I'm just going to go back to, um, oh, I just touched the mic. Uh, I'm moving my hands over here trying to give some form of gesture and there I just touched the mic again so that is definitely going to be in the audio lovely um, but yeah so I'm just going to resume to what I was saying before that and I was studying in Germany for uh, then one year from 2015 to 2016 because I did not know Germany at all I had no idea of like the 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 like the culture yes a bit like from the history books and like from the sayings and like interacting with german people and so on and so forth however i didn't really know like what it is and what it means to live in germany and like to see the opportunities one has and the difficulties one must expect and and like counter on a day-to-day -day basis and that is why i basically went to germany 2015 2016 for one year and uh, yeah, then after that one year, I came back to Kenya. And one thing that I'm just going to drop this right here and then because I'm noticing, for instance, right now that my English is not as uh, as perfect or as good as it used to be. I might be pronouncing things weirdly or just forgetting words. Uh, we had that with the hippo, like with the hippopotamus, like with the with the hippos earlier on. I knew the word in German, but then I didn't know it in English. And that is like that is exactly and precisely what happens when I for instance i go to germany for a longer period of time and that is what happened during 2015 2016 you must imagine you go to germany for one year you came from a solely english speaking friend circle and you were basically only talking german in german class and that is basically it like full stop there and then i was speaking english at home back then as well why and and so on and so forth i'm not sure how i will address that but regardless i was speaking english on a day-to-day -day basis and then like during 2015 2016 there was no no english apart from literally english class and that was it and uh, then I started like obviously practicing my my German and stuff. It was funny to see that I knew so much like the English words were just popping into my head like just like that. Yeah, but like then the, the uh, German words didn't didn't come to my mind. So 
And that is what I was struggling with now, vice versa, or vice versa when I was coming back to Nairobi, is I knew the German words, but then the English words were like, okay, where are you? Why are you not in my head right now? I know what I want to say, but I don't know what it is. So yeah, that was definitely, definitely an experience uh, for the books. And um, yeah, then I came back to, to Kenya for, uh, in 2016, uh, lived alone for some time. And um, then, uh, yeah, basically moved to my dad at some point. Uh, I'm going to be getting into like family and like my family constellation at some point. Obviously not diving into the extreme private facts i and like that is going to be like for way way less uh, way way uh, further episode down the line and uh yeah then i finished high school uh i believe that was in may 2019 with absolutely absolutely amazing friends back then and uh, everyone more or less is now scattered around germany or there's a good good friend of mine as well in uh, Rwanda right now if you're listening to this bro shout out to, to you you know very well who you are and um yeah like most most of my my gang are from from school back then like from high school is like right now scattered uh, across germany and like that's one thing also very interesting about the like the international school like i went to a german school that i had mentioned already um and because people do not necessarily study in kenya um after high school people move outside of the country or even before that like they might not even be graduating or have the goal to graduate in kenya so they move with their parents before that and uh, now there's like this whole international um international friend circle that um gives me a lot a lot of different stories and inputs and thoughts on various different cultures stories news religion uh, and all of that which is what i absolutely love uh talking about like how you grew up in a completely different different environment so how does that affect you and how do you see different stories different things that happen in life or uh, around the globe like what do you think about climate change is that even like real or not what do you think about the situation which is currently happen happening in afghanistan and uh, the response to the u.s like from the u.s germany france and so on and so forth like all of these different things and, and just different points i want to like touch during this podcast and that is my goal like to just talk about the various different things that happen on a day-to-day -day basis that we might not be uh looking at under the microscope yeah and i want to dive in in depth into these different things so uh back to my story 2019 may yes um i uh, then started studying um in uni a good half a year later i believe that was or no actually was it a year no yeah half yeah it was half a year because i moved to germany uh and to mainz uh which is uh 
basically very, very close to where I live at the moment. Why I moved mines, who I moved in with, I can already say, but I'm going to be addressing that period of time in my life uh, as well at, at some later point. And um, yeah, so Germany, I moved to Germany in, I believe it was, it was definitely cold. So it might have been like February or something. I think it was end of February because uh, uni started end of March or something. And I remember celebrating my birthday on the 8th of March without having had a single uh, lecture. So yes, that was definitely March uh, when uni started and February when I moved to Germany to Mainz. I, I lived in a shared apartment with uh, one of my, like my oldest buddy. Shout out to you. I'm going, I'm not going to be mentioning names in this first podcast. Just, uh, yeah, my, like one of my oldest buddies, uh, I lived with in Mainz back then for, I think it was, yeah, half a year. And then I moved to Worms. Um, I was able to live in Mainz, which is like basically an hour away from, from Worms uh, via train where I lived in Mainz. It was always an hour's one way, uh, drive to get to uni, which is an absolute pain in the arse already for like during the time when I was writing my exams and everything so uh yeah that that just being said I moved to to Worms pretty quickly uh the initiate like the initiate the initiation of this move was not necessarily um uni because everything was online like that was also a big big bummer and pain in the ass because you need to imagine I moved to Germany only to study online uh because like that was not my goal obviously my goal was to move to germany and like to get to know the people in my uni and and all of that but like the problem was that uh corona happened and i'm not going to dive into that right now as i already mentioned but corona happened came around the corner fucked us all and uh, or at least the students and that basically meant online uni online lectures and everything and uh, yeah like what what do you think about all of that like the, the the whole cut i don't know how old you are or what you do for a living but like did that really affect you as well as hard as it did affect me? Because uh, I was frustrated at first. I, I didn't know what the hell to do because first of all, my uni usually has like these first days where everyone goes to uni, gets to know the whole system and stuff. But like that did not happen due to Corona and uh, this whole, um, situation with having to have this minimal minimum distance and masks and everyone didn't know how to handle the situation so um yeah i just would love to know how how you reacted to that because it was difficult for me to even get to know people um there's like people who joined lectures like it's like a solid one and a half months after the first lecture had already been in that course and then they obviously had major issues catching up because they simply did not know that online lectures was a thing at my uni already the uni didn't have proper communication no one knew what the fuck was going on and there's my second or third swear word there we go let's go <laughs> and um yeah then uh 
I basically I was only in uni to to write my exams and that was it like uh, more no more no less uh, and I was in Worms like before that one time to get to know Worms uh, that is also a story for itself or um, like my first expressions of, of uh, impressions of, of Worms and uh, the people I met here and uh yeah, the apartment, like how I got this apartment. That uh, person who linked me up with this with this apartment is also going to be be a chapter uh, or going to get addressed in this podcast. And, um, or be addressed, get addressed. There we go, that's English, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then I moved to Worms a half a year later, um, like for my second semester, which ended up being an online semester as well. And, um, yeah, that, that was then a pain in the ass because like for my third semester, I just said, you know what, I'm going to be doing the following. I'm just going to be studying from Kenya uh joining online online class from there and i'm just going to come to germany to write my exams that is what i had done like before because i was going to visit my father in kenya and uh then ended up me basically flying to germany for like two weeks at most and then dipping germany and just coming back like going back to kenya and then presuming my lectures after like a one month uh break i think it was back then and um yeah that that, that was me because then last the last semester i was in germany uh, in, in kenya and uh now i came to like back then i came to germany to write my exams wrote the exams and uh yeah now i'm in, on my semester break right now so i uh, have like a good 30 days left with my break i believe oh no 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 never mind it was like i think end of uh, end of september when uh, my uni resumes and uh, till then i'm definitely going to be uh, working on this podcast and everything and uh, right now i'm seeing that we're 25 minutes in if you did listen to this point uh, thank you thank you very very much for sticking around and i'm definitely looking forward to to um welcoming you like to be welcoming you uh in future as well and um yeah that is that is me right now at this point uh, and just in germany checking out a few different hobbies again meeting up with friends uh met up with my girlfriend as well who now sadly is in, in mallorca at this point in time but um we will definitely be linking up and uh yeah that is that is that is me at the moment and um now i think i'm just going to be talking a little bit about why is this podcast currently at this stage called the lost red thread so in german there is this saying i'm not sure if it if it does exist in in english actually because there is this german saying that basically means and it means there is this one sole uh master plan that you basically follow uh in german you say uh den roten faden legen it means that you basically lay out or you have a layout of what you want to say and the topics you want to touch and uh, strictly follow that one plan and that is not what i want to do that's why i called it the lost red thread because as you could already tell i just swerve from one topic so there's one topic i might be talking about and then all of a sudden there's like this 
other crazy story that would perfectly just fit in at that one at the, like that one point so i mention it and then i get back to what i was saying and uh, that is that is my uh, my plan and um there is one one thing that's on my on my um desk right here in my room and that is actually a digital um a digital frame like picture frame and it's on a constant slideshow and um this just gives me so so many ideas like for instance right now there's this image of me as a as a i think i was i might have been eight years old where i'm just basically in a maasai village maasai are um natives uh from kenya it's it's a, it's a tribe we have very very many different tribes um i think around 40 different tribes actually and um it is insane because like these these maasai they live in the middle of nowhere and or usually like the traditional ones live in the middle of nowhere and they basically they're nomads and um they live in, in mud houses and they have their sheep and goat and their cattle which they basically get out <laughs> during the day to 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 feed them and all of that sort and then usually it's like these young boys yeah like these young maasais which just move along with the cattle and uh these boys you must know they're they are definitely no older than 10 like they they start this as a very like at a very very young age like you will see children like from 6 to like 10 to like let's say around 14 max I believe um, going around with the cattle and basically um, moving them there where there is grass and uh, this leads me to another story with this whole grass situation because obviously when you have this big cattle um, of like let's say uh, one village might have like a hundred a uh, hundred animals yeah and uh, this might be goats sheep and uh, of course then cows uh, they also have chicken and, and stuff but like uh, that's not what I'm what I'm heading for so uh, uh, when these big herds uh, feed on on fresh grass obviously there is at some point the dry season and um, then there is a lack of this fresh grass side note in in kenya we do not have different seasons we only like we don't have like winter autumn and spring and so on and so forth we only have like two seasons being uh raining season and and dry season and during the dry season there's this lack of grass so uh what maasai's actually do do like right before the dry season hits is that they burn like they start burn uh laying out wildfires and or starting wildfires and burn this huge like landmass and like this just very very large um scale of, of of land which does not belong to them it belongs to the government uh they only have the allowance to to um go with their cattle uh, in these areas and then what actually happened once was uh um, remember that i uh like we did have this camp in the masamara so what happened once is that there was this there was this one wildfire and we were situated around like a, a mountain it's called the escarpment i think it was like no 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 that's not the escarpment pardon me um but there's like this one mountain range it's the mara triangle um 
and we were situated around the uh, like one of the edges of the triangle being the mountain range and there was a big big wildfire around that area and uh, basically we, we were scared like shitless like oh my god okay if this wildfire gets down here this hotel is going to burn down and the next fire like brigade is like a solid nine hours away at least so um that's then what my parents actually did back then was they they took uh, our staff and uh took is is not a nice word but like they uh, went with our staff to to dig like trenches more or less like <laughs> world war trenches without uh going in the y-axis so they would just basically uh, chop off grass uh, for the dirt to remain and uh, make more or less like I think it was a two meter wide stretch of uh, like around like a very very long stretch of like two meters width and then I don't know how how bit long the stretch was but like basically um, bumpers speed bumpers for wildfires and uh, that's what they did and they uh, actually saved two turtles during that time two wild turtles and these turtles uh, were then taken back to nairobi to the capital city to our house which we had and these two turtles were then given the name of maji and moto and uh, i addressed the the language of kenya um, obviously many many people speak english because it's uh, uh, like back then used to be a colony of england However, uh, the uh, language, which uh, is then actually like a mix, um, a mixture of the different tribes and Arabic and a bit of English as well, is called Kiswahili. And in Kiswahili, uh, Maji means water and Mocho means fire. And then these two turtles that then lived in our like in our garden in Nairobi in the capital uh, were then given these two names. And every time we would see them, it would always remind us of this one experience which was uh made with the wildfires and yeah that is that is that is one one story for the books again and uh i remember my dog uh i used to have a a dog which was a mixture of golden retriever and richback and this dog had the name of simba and uh many many of you I hope, at least, if you had a great childhood, then you did watch The Lion King. If you didn't, shame on you and go watch it right now. Uh, just quit my podcast at this point and just go and watch that movie. Um, and Simba uh, means king. And no, no, Simba. Wait, hold up. Simba, Nala. Simba means king. Hold up. It, it must mean king. One second, one second. We got this. Simba meaning Simba means lion Swahili word for lion pardon me so Simba was uh, the name of my dog and uh, his name was lion so every time we'd call him out uh, it would be lion lion come here and um, there's no real necessarily uh, story behind um, Simba mm, being given that name however uh, he would always bark at Maji and Moto, and uh, that would be absolutely amazing to see because I'm not sure if you know what 
like <laughs> what, what noises turtles make but they do like this hissing sound like <sighs> like basically a cat but a bit deeper and uh, then you would have this big ass dog barking with an absolute like bass and just barking at these turtles and then uh, you would just hear this <sighs> <laughs> and it would, it would just uh, it would just be a laughter and like oh that was my watch peeping in the, in the background that uh, lovely lovely watch does that sound every hour so um yeah just so you know sometimes you might be hearing this this watch in the background but Hey, so Simba has a story uh, by his, uh, like by himself as well. And in Kenya, uh, and uh, specifically in the Masamara, we do have uh, baboons. And baboons, or baboons, whatever you want to pronounce it as, uh, they are monkeys. And these monkeys, uh, like, they're fucking huge. Like, they have big ass fat teeth, and they could, they, they do actually also kill like gazelles and shit so um just to give you a bit of of an image of these baboons so um these baboons they live in very very big groups like 40 animals and uh, usually there's like uh, one dominant male that does like uh kick out the the uh, other males at some point or presents its dominance so um these baboons have uh <laughs> not too much of a good relationship with simba and simba uh used to chase these baboons in the Masai Mara because simba we would take him to our camp like we would be there on a regular basis and uh, we would take simba to the camp in the Masai Mara remember like remember that is like the bush like there's no fence around that and uh Technically, if we wouldn't have guards, the animals would literally just come and uh, you would get out of your big lux lux like luxurious tent and you could just see like a big, I don't know, elephant, giraffe, hippopotamus or hippo. <laughs> I'm really trying to learn that word. So um, you could basically get out of that luxurious um tent and then you would see like uh wild animals so it was deep in the bush yeah and it was safe and everything but like uh, it was deep in the bush and like you would live amongst animals and uh when my uh when my simba like when my dog was there uh we would uh have this one area where there would be like this uh whole big big group of baboons and he would always chase after them i would throw stones at them um or shoot arrows like bow and arrow after them and he would run after them and try to kill them or eat them or whatnot <laughs> but at some point he messed with the wrong baboon i believe he uh, like encountered like a dominant male or something like that and he got his ass scratched like it was nearly a big big whooping like i i think he i think this guy like simba simba was definitely definitely in a fight with this baboon because like he ran into the bush uh for several hours i had no idea where the fuck he was what he was doing he wouldn't come back uh, when i was calling him and then like we would have two people go into the bush two of our guards go into the bush and like look for simba and at some point uh i think simba came back uh by himself and uh, then I would look at him and then he has like this big scratch across his nose and like there where the ribs are like he would have a deep deep cut 
in there as well. And uh, that was from a dominant male being a baboon. And uh, he had to get stitches. Now, mind you, this is still in the middle of nowhere. There's no veterinary, like vet anywhere near there. And uh, I think in the end of the day, it was like, I think the cook that stitched up my dog. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was that was definitely, uh, definitely one for the books as well. I, I was like crying in tears, like I was crying tears, like I could have uh, filled up the Nile and made it made it all, all clear again because it was it was insane. I was just feeling my dog's pain in that moment. And um, yeah, he had to get stitches. He also had like one big, big scar in his uh, front left paw, which also needed to get stitched up. And um, yeah, but like Simba survived. He continued barking at Margie and Moto and uh, actually also did chase our rabbits. Uh, we also had rabbits in, in our house. We had a big ass garden with a pond. And um, yeah, that pond also has like very, very lovely, lovely, uh, <laughs> lovely stories. Like my best buddy and I, or my old, yeah, best buddy and like oldest buddy um, uh, and, uh, and myself. We would like we were like the typical bush children. You must understand. Like you must understand. Like there was nothing. Like video games and PS2 back then. By the way, shout out to that amazing console. Um, wouldn't interest us. Like instead of being on the console or whatnot, we would go outside and literally just climb trees. And it's like the like we would literally just climb trees and fall down from them and just go outside and literally have a blast like getting and, and like capturing uh, what are they called like these uh uh chameleons chameleons uh whatever you, however you pronounce that uh chameleons we would capture them and then feed them grasshoppers and like we would be in the garden the entire day and like there was this one story we had or experience we had or encounter rather we had with a snake so uh that snake uh like we saw a bunch of snakes in kenya like there's nothing new to a snake like oh there's a snake okay fine like leave it let it be and like it won't bite you and shit yeah but um it was it was crazy because we were like I, my parents also set up a whole pond in in our garden and uh there was like this more or less stretch of water like this water Waterway, which would then fill the big pond and over this uh, little stretch of water which was like maybe I would say like 70, uh, 70 centimeters to a meter or 1 meter 20 centimeters uh, wide there was a wooden bridge and above this bridge um, uh, not above this bridge but like we we lifted up this bridge or I lifted up the bridge and uh, Julian that's uh, that's my buddy's name so Julian he uh, basically looked under the bridge while I was lifting it up and um, beneath the bridge there was no grass because the grass had died because there was no no sunlight and uh, so we could see the dirt and it, beneath the dirt we were able to like identify like these tunnels of some sort and I was like okay fine there's a mouse or something in there like uh, we are not here to cap like capture mice we are here to capture like whatever the fuck but like no mice yeah <laughs> and um, then all of a sudden I see like in this tunnel I see a gray snake I think that that is considered as a black mamba um, but I'm not sure uh, I need to check that up and um, yeah I saw a snake and in that moment like Julian was quick enough to get his ass out of there and like his, his hands out of there but 
as soon as I saw this snake, mind you, I was lifting up this bridge above my head and I just slammed that bitch to the ground, like just slammed the entire bridge to the ground. And like, I'm, I do not think that I gave a sole fuck about Julian's head still being there and literally just slammed this thing to the ground. And he was he, like, Julian was, was lucky to, to get his head out of there because um, like number one head and hand hand, because he could have been bitten and whatnot and uh, head because yeah, well, <laughs> here, uh, here am I <laughs> just slamming down this whole, whole bridge. And me, like, because we're on the topic of me hurting Julian, there was once uh, Julian had a bag, like a sports bag in his mouth. And like till today, he, he always gets back to that, to that story of me pulling on this sports bag and basically ripping out one of his teeth. Um, so, uh, yeah, this must have been like in grade, I don't know, three, four, five or something like that, because like Julian left for Uganda three years and got his ass back with his family to Kenya after these three years. So that was nice. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, I, I pulled out a tooth of Julian and, uh, till today he still gets back to that. Like, Hey, yo homie, I'll never forget. Like, do you remember this one day you did pull a tooth of mine? And, um, oh, it's, it's just really, really an amazing, an amazing time to look back to, uh, like there was a lot of pain involved with like falling down from trees and stuff. And like, I think like till today, like there's something wrong with my back um like oh geez like i think we must have been falling like from i don't know a meter's height or something or like even like definitely definitely more um but i don't want to over exaggerate here um <laughs> and yeah like it was it was absolutely insane speaking of insane because i just uh took a glance at my digital uh frame over here and I just saw me at the age of, it must have been, uh, let's say around 10 or nine, like between nine and 10 years old. I'm sitting on a cushion on the front seat of the car behind the steering wheel. And no, this is not one of these uh, images or where you see like this kid pretending to drive. Uh-uh, scratch that, like solely scratch that. I was actually drive it like driving a four-wheel drive land rover um and picking up our staff and taking them from our camp to our staff quarters and uh i remember there was one point in time where i nearly like my heart nearly stopped beating you must picture uh more or less not too like uh, let me put it this way you must you must you must picture a blonde boy sitting on a cushion because he's not able to to put his nose above the steering wheel um, to give you a bit of a height reference there. I must have been like, I don't know, 120 or something. I don't know. But I was behind the steering wheel and I was driving. And uh, I remember taking like lots and lots of classes, like not not lots of classes to say, but like I was just driving our general manager around because like he he was like my best client. He would be the person I would take from A to B. And uh, there was once uh, we were we were going a bit like to the main road, uh, which was like a seven kilometer stretch. 
uh, of just rough road. Yeah, like there's nothing with Chamak over there, just rough road. And um, there was once uh, we were going to this to this main road, yeah, which is not which is like Maram. Maram is like a specific art of uh, a specific type of soil and uh we were heading for this main road and i was going pretty fast uh like pretty pretty damn fast for like a road the kind of road which we were going on and we were laughing and ha 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 and all of that and then all of a sudden i like lose control of the car and um i'm seeing how the two of us are like headed for a tree and that tree came real real quick and uh like I was I was fast enough I was quick enough to to uh, hit the brakes in that in that, in that moment um, so we did not end up crashing against the tree but I think I stopped that car like at a solid let's say at most 30 centimeters from that from that tree and uh, I'm not sure but I think that is one of the last times I drove that car <laughs> because I think then the GM uh, general manager told my parents and then they said like I okay we tried we we thought he was he was capable of doing this by himself he is but like he got too confident and now he's just like basically trying to trash the car so yeet there goes the keys um and yeah jeez 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 what what a memory what a memory but uh yeah we are currently at uh, 49 minutes and uh once again thank you thank you very very much it's highly appreciated if you did reach this point in time um and yeah definitely be be sure to to check out my 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 instagram and hit me up uh if you have any suggestions of of topics uh that i could touch or if you are even interested in in uh, doing an interview or just a general like just having a genuine conversation what we can definitely do like we can link up on on, on zoom on microsoft teams or uh, google meet or whatnot and then we could just have a genuine conversation me now here on my end with a mic and then you just talking into your mic and um i'm actually uh expecting a video camera tomorrow so what i will be doing with my podcasts is i will not only making them available on spotify and uh, all the other platforms um in audio but i will actually also add video to that and then you will be able to tune in uh, either live i'll definitely also have some live sessions you will either be able to tune in live from uh from youtube or then in uh genuine like just audio files um and me uploading them to to for instance spotify and um once again to round it up uh we will be uh or rather, you will be able to listen to The Lost Red Thread every Wednesday or Friday, depending on how this podcast is going to, to pick up in views and when you guys like this whole thing the most. And that is it from me for today. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. My name is Tim, the host of The Lost Red Thread, and I am more than happy to welcome you back next time where we will be talking about also the whole situation in Afghanistan, diving in a bit of religion, as well as some other experiences which I had in my own life or which 
some good buddies um, of mine had in theirs. And till then, I hope you have an absolutely amazing rest of your day. And that is it from myself, Tim Wilkin, with The Lost Red Thread. <laughs>